Personally, I don't feel like my battle cries of labor need to be on TV. I hope they get paid so much money I know. to have this filmed. They deserve it. They, more than anyone on this show, they deserve the biggest check. How much would someone have to give you to <laughs> film this scene? I don't know if any amount of money is worth it. I think it's, it has to be a lot. Like, more than I would even think to ask for. This is raw. This is the miracle of life. They're showing you every stage of that moment. You know what? They should just have a compilation of all the various Brown home births shown in every high school. The I hope the Brown family has gotten paid so much money because to put yourself out there, wow. Good for her. She stuck to her birthing plan. 22 hours, which... Probably isn't that long. What was Maddie in labor for? 60-something hours? No, thank you. Yeah, 60 hours. That is... I don't even know what the average is. Well, you were saying something that you can't eat or drink no. when you well, start I don't the think process. You're, you're not supposed to in the hospital. I know nothing about home births, so I don't know if it's a different ball game there. Yeah, that would be... That's a long time to go, especially if you're hurting. You're not sleeping. Oh, you can't even, like, nap a little bit or... You're in pain. Oh, man. <laughs> not okay, napping. I, I don't know much of anything about this process. I can't wait to talk about Tony. Let's get there. All right. So this is Sister Wives Season 17, Episode 3, The Labors of Life. This episode had a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows. I understand what they were doing, how close life and death pass each other, but it was so sad. It was honestly a pretty heavy episode. In some ways, you're happy with McKelty and Tony welcoming a new baby, and then Christine sort of getting some more independence and kind of not so much standing up for herself, but sort of being more of a leader to herself. And ooh, baby, Cody hates it. Oh, Cody hates it. He needs to be in control 100%. An independent woman is Cody's kryptonite. The inverse of that was like the low lows of, of hearing about Mary's mom and just that's just a really sad process. It happened so, and it really did happen so fast. I mean, even that filming of you see her worried driving out to try to make it hour later finding out the bad news i mean that's it's it's incredible how fast it really does happen and being alone that entire time how incredibly sad that was really telling i mean this is a moment where someone you've known for 30 years mary's mom if folks are saying like hey um this this might be it it's not looking good do you mean cody cody yeah oh, like okay. you know cody and they're like mary said cody knew she was in the hospital Man, if you're not going to make it to somebody's deathbed, yeah, like, you're then, not making it to anything. No, exactly. College moving no, or any of this shit. He, not. He's not doing any of this shit. He wouldn't go to see someone about to pass. Backing up a little bit, we find out that today is Cody and Christine's 26th. No, it would have been their 27th anniversary. Christine is in St. George on Baby Watch with McKelty and Tony. And Cody is locked in a house with Robin, her usual. I feel like Christine should just, she kept questioning, is it over? How will I know? We weren't ever really married. I'm like, it's over the moment you say it's over. I would say when you put those boxes out and you told him not to come around, that was it. That's your date. If you need a date, your date of separation will be then. From that that one-on-one, you needed to stay, in my mind, we are divorced. We're no longer married. We're not together. You do not spend the night here. 
You can come over and hang out with the kiddos. That's it. Oh, but he ain't doing that. No, not at all. It says so much about Cody that he wanted a social media post. That's fucking weird. That's it's, so it's the, weird. You're disconnected with what's going on. Or like he mentions, he's like, well, I still want to just pretend like maybe she'll change her mind or something. To protect the kids. Anytime he mentions something that has to do with the kids, I could care less. There is no, everyone says actions speak louder than words. There is no actions. I mean, he said it himself. You will put the effort in, essentially. And he has shown he's not willing to do that. But in his mind, he doesn't view it that way, which is crazy. He can say the exact opposite on national television. But that does not sink in at all. Now, I think next season will be a little bit more interesting because there will be less and less opportunity for Cody to sort of use COVID as a as a gap between him and his family. And even then, if we're being honest, they're not in a location that has a shit ton of people. No. They're not in some major metropolis. I don't even know how many people are in Coyote Pass, but I know damn sure it's not as many as they're in L.A. Way more space, there's not as many people, there's probably way more numbers per person compared to a bigger city, so I'm not sure where all this sort of hyper-intense fear of COVID is coming from, from their family, especially from Cody's side. We know. It's the perfect excuse. I think some folks probably got comfortable being at home, sort of, you kind of had to quarantine, you got a routine, you built hobbies, and then... Now that everyone's like, yay, we're opening up, like you're kind of expected to go do things, but you're like, well, I don't know if I really want to. (laughs) I'm laughing because I really only have to go to the office, like clinic days, a couple times a month, and I'll do anything to not. (laughs) When Cody is talking about the anniversary and the social media post, he says that this is the first time that he thinks Christina's serious, but he wants to keep testing her. Go ahead. She's going to blow you off every time. It doesn't matter. I just imagine she's moved out of the house. She sold it. She's living in Utah and he's still like, so are you coming back <laughs> soon? He is the type of piece of shit that would use truly as a weapon. We're just seeing the tip of the iceberg here as far as, oh, you have to give me 50-50. You oh, didn't previews, give a shit about the her. The previews are fucking hot. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is when Cody pulled out the old, you'll never have better than what you have now. I promise she will do better than those scraps that you gave her. That Wyoming or Utah cowboy is on his way. It's interesting that he, in his mind, thinks this is the best any of you will ever do. (laughs) You're totally right. When at this moment in time, most of these wives have a husband who's never around, who are not, they're not getting the intimacy or sexual attention that they would like. Their children aren't getting the time with their father. So I don't, the fact that he said that is just fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Again, that just goes back to, he believes all this weird shit he's telling himself. He really believes it. We find out that Christina has stopped wearing her wedding rings. Essentially, when they had the initial conversation of don't even come over anymore, the wedding rings were taken off. Proud of her for doing this. It's a strong moment for her of being more free from Cody. And it was interesting to hear that she was so comfortable doing it. It kind of shows you how bad it really has gotten. Cody talks about Christine withholding intimacy, but really he was the first one to do it. He essentially admits to yelling at her saying, we're not having intimacy until you get this straight with a good old finger point. 
We join Cody and the wives for a Zoom meeting. There's so much told on this Zoom meeting by just actions, facial expressions, background. Um, lack of speaking. Lack of speaking. It was huge. Robin from the jump. I'm like, oh, what was the, what were those faces? Who are you? What? She was almost saying, and she mentions it in the conversation of like, oh, I wanted to see where this conversation went. I'm like, why are you trying to? She's not being true, right? She's like, well, let me see where this conversation goes. And I'm going to edit my responses. I'm like, just say what you're feeling. Like, we need to work this shit out. No, she joined this meeting immediately with a horrible attitude and to be an asshole. You know, they talked prior to joining on the meeting. They probably fired each other up. And so she had a little attitude. Her looking off screen, up at the sky, almost an eye roll at one point, which maybe it wasn't on purpose, but it sure looked like an eye roll. And just her stance and the energy. No. Okay. Christine was also on a mission. Did you notice she would sort of ask a question and then do that Christine smile of like waiting for your answer? And she did it like five times. She has nothing to lose. I support it. No, I don't I don't mind either, but you can tell she's sort of calling Cody out, testing him. So does this mean you can't come over? And just like smiling and just waiting <laughs> for the answer? Janelle even says it. I'm out of line and I don't care. I also thought it was weird that Janelle it almost sounded like she was defending herself for being in North Carolina. Well, yeah, she has to because Cody is still blaming her for why, oh, he can't come over and why the kids are the way they are. And I mean, as I'm watching this, I'm like, you do not have to defend yourself. Like, if you want to go visit your fucking kids, like, go visit your kids. Yeah. It's amazing that Cody is trying to use Janelle as a proxy to visit his kids when he, yeah, you could Zoom them, call them, text them. He's the guy... That on the birthday card, the Christmas card, the graduation card, doesn't even sign it. It says Janelle and Cody, and it's in all her handwriting. Something I thought was interesting that came up, I guess the kids have to get tested before Cody comes over? They have to get tested, but Cody doesn't tell them when he would like to come over. He doesn't text them. He doesn't call them. Just nothing. They just have to be ready at all moments, apparently. Well, here's a rub. The one scene we saw a while back, it was Robin's family. They went to a testing center. If the kids are doing something like that, you usually don't get the results back immediately. So would you get tested, quarantine, and then tell your dad you're negative? Well, they could do a rapid test, but I assume Cody following the line because that'd be too efficient. We we can't trust those. Mm-hmm. You know he's not trusting home COVID tests. No. And then there were stories about, well, they're only, you know, 80% useful or they're not they're not 100% they're not over 90% they're like not as effective as people would like them to be if Cody sees that he's like nope not effective don't give a fuck you know what's super effective the vaccine yeah yeah that is one of the main storylines is that Cody's not vaccinated which we will assume that that also trickles down to Robin's family going back just a second one of my favorite parts of this call besides Robin's face was Cody starting off the call with I haven't seen Janelle or Christine in a while, or uh, even you, uh, Mur- Murray. <laughs> Just okay. I think it's. I think it was editing, but why did they shoot Mary like she didn't say a single word this whole I, conversation? Yes, because in one point they had like music over it, and she was saying something. I want to hear anything this woman has to say. I want to ultra analyze everything and how she says it to Cody. Honestly, so I hate that we didn't get that. Mary was probably saying something like, well, you know me, I'm uh, here on by myself. Uh, whenever any of you want to come visit Cody or you know, Robin. 
So I was really not a Mary fan, essentially all the way up until probably last season. Like just didn't like her attitude. I didn't like how she interacted with people, but I have so much sympathy for her now. I cannot imagine being in a polygamous lifestyle, but literally no one in the family talks to you. And when you try, like you tried to be Robin's best friend and be very involved with her children and she shut you out. Super shitty. I wonder if Christine leaving. Okay, this is why I think Mary has stayed. One, it seems like she's very committed. Well, it's weird for me to say this because at one point, I mean, she was kind of like essentially dating someone online and in some ways looking at to move on from this family. But then Mary mentions things with her mom and her mom wanted to, you know, spend her days with her sister wives and then some sister wives moved on. And that seems like that impacted Mary as well. And then I'm thinking, okay, maybe in some ways there's this whole dislike of Christina for leaving, but that also shows why Mary is so committed because she sort of is believing in, you know, believing the whole sister wife tribe thing. But I feel like she is scared that if she moves on, she will lose access to the kids that she cares about. I'm just going to say it. I wish the catfish was real. I wish that was a man that was going to sweep her off her feet and get her away from Cody. Even though she has almost, I think, no contact with the kids, I think there's a hope that she'll have more contact with everyone in the family at some point. And if she leaves, that's for sure severed. Now, I think if Christine leaving and she still is a part of certain family events or gets to see some of the kiddos, that might be more of a message of like, you can move on and still have a relationship with these kiddos. Now, maybe not Robin's kids, but (laughs) the other kiddos. Cody asked Janelle how Axel and Evie were, and Janelle gave him nothing. Yeah, they're they're cool. (laughs) They're cool. They're cute. They're cute. (laughs) And I loved it. Yeah, don't give this grandpa that is not involved, can't even Zoom them, can't call, can't text Maddie. Don't give him anything. He does not know these children. So the main reason this Zoom call happened is to discuss schools opening up, who's going to go to school, who's not, what's everyone's plan, what does it look like? Savannah's staying home. She, most of her friends are anyway, so she's going to hang out at home. Isabel wants to go back to school. It's her senior year. She only has a few more weeks left. Wants to finish it out. Totally understandable. And all of Robin's kids will be staying at home and doing distance learning. Well, no, I can't say that. The only kids that were mentioned were Saul and Brianna. So I don't know what everyone else is doing. Why do you think they didn't mention the other kids? Are they like not going to college? Are they done with college? I don't know. I mean, unless they did like a super fast track because Robin's oldest daughter was only like 20. I think she was 20 at this time. She might be 20 20 now. She might be like 19. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, maybe more 19. I don't know. They're just chilling. They're chilling. They're just chilling. But the fucked up thing is that Cody asked Brianna to not go back to school so that essentially he could spend time with her and the whole family together. He wouldn't have to leave and then treat Robin's home as he treats everyone else's home. But he did not ask that of anyone else. Well, in some way, it's more like you have to stay home. Like, if you don't stay home, my my cover is fucked. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to sit you down and ask you because this entire plan revolves on you listening to me. And then we find out that it's just too cold to see the kids. It's just too cold. I was like, who decided to live in this climate? Coats exist. There's a porch. There's... a. I'm 99% sure I have seen an outdoor heater at Christine's house. Like, very sure. Like, hot cocoa is a thing? Maybe we have to sell it to him as, like, you know how they, like, cryotherapy? Like, oh, it's really good for your health. You're going to get so buff. 
if go, you like, are out in the snow. Make fucking snowmen with your kids or some shit. Go right on a sled. Yeah, what happened to all that? Do you remember like the winter wonderland vacations they used to go on and they would go sledding and they would play all outside all day in the snow and now he's like it's yeah, we, we cold it's like we're busy do you see it it's we are snowing. we are so busy i'll never get over that what do these people do i broke it down a lot last episode but i just cannot wrap my mind around what these people do we cut to all the wives talking about how essentially they all strongly believe that all the children need him not just the tender ones and while robin says she disagrees with cody not seeing the children She continues to encourage the behavior and essentially reward it. So it means nothing. Janelle continues to be queen by washing her hands of this conversation and needing to go hang out with the kiddos. I wonder if Janelle, again, I've mentioned this before. If Savannah moves away to college, I don't really, do you really see Janelle sticking around? She says she really likes Flagstaff as an area. So is that really the only reason she's there? Because Christine doesn't like it. So she naturally, when she was done with the family, she moved on. Remind me, is Janelle from Wyoming or Utah? Want to say Wyoming? Did I make that up? I mean, maybe this climate is just kind of her vibe. We see Self filming in Mary's car as she is on the way to see her mom. She has been sick for about a week and in the hospital for two days. What strikes me most, I said in the beginning of the episode, is just she is completely alone. You are making this incredibly emotional, heart-wrenching drive alone. That is so sad. It kind of broke my heart when she mentions an hour later that she gets news that her mom passed away. But the moment she says, this isn't how it's supposed to happen, and she's just crying. I mean, I felt that. that. That is some really powerful emotion. And I felt like her mom was pretty young. And every time we saw her on camera, she looked healthy and she was no mobility issues. And I mean, she was helping at the B&B. It was fast. I did feel a little bit better to know that Leon and Audrey did come down and spend the day with her. And hopefully they're kind of helping Mary in this transition. Because I don't think that, honestly, who else could help? She's not close to any of the family members at this point. Well, it's good to know that Mary's sister was there as well. Yes, I'm assuming would, her like, family. It was nice to know that also Mary's mom had Mary's sister there. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. Is Cody going to attend any celebration of life? Because he broke his protocol to attend Janelle's mom, a.k.a. his dad's wife's funeral. It seems like he was dressed up in the preview so I have a feeling he does go to something they have. Didn't that look interesting? He was just in a tie and a sh- shirt, but you could tell it was at Lizzie's Inn. Yeah, so I'm guessing he goes to whatever whatever event they do. At some point, you're like, does he even need to be there? Like, people no. that are close to her should be there. I totally agree. Mary should have some support. God, I would take all the sister wives getting together and supporting Mary over Cody even going. We cut to St. George, Utah, and we see it. The man, the myth, the legend, Tony. Okay, Tony is going all in on dad bod, COVID bod, all in one sequence. I just felt like he may have been, I don't even know. I was going to say maybe caught off guard, but he wasn't. He knew the baby was due. His mother-in-law was there. His mom was there. (laughs) McKelty told him that hair was cute once and he fucking ran with it. That's true. That's true. Also, I noticed they live in St. George. And when Cody told Christine, like, how about you move to St. George? She said, ew, no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> It'll be interesting if, if, I don't know if the kids watch the show. Maybe they do. If they watch the show and they're like, oh, man, mom hates St. George. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like she's her in-laws see it who have like lived there their whole lives, maybe. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah, Tony, I, I can't hate. I mean, I got the I got the dad COVID bottle with no kids. So <laughs> you do not. I feel you. I feel you. But um I did get a haircut. I would advise you to do something with the hair. You don't have to cut it. Okay. A man bun would have been so much better. Someone get my man a comb. <laughs> Some product, some oil. Okay, I know his mother is Hispanic. For sure. Well, we know that. That's <laughs> <laughs> not where it's going with that. All I'm saying is, my Hispanic family, they'll just come up and just start doing your hair. You're sitting there and you're like, oh, there's four hands in my hair right now. Oh, man, just home births look so just everything is out there there's a lot of i'm sure like hospital ones are the same way right there's like a team well, of yes. people there but like oh my god it's just i don't think we're ready to be parents me and you had a hard time just watching it i can't imagine being the center of that okay you were eating a taco salad <laughs> and i was eating a fucking burrito <laughs> as as the scene starts going <laughs> we were okay i was like 80 percent done with my burrito and part of me was like Am I about to get sick? Like, <laughs> I feel okay right now, but this is getting really intense. Okay, I said that you were probably the type to get woozy. Nah. And you were super insulted. Hell no. I, nah. uh, I've seen some weird shit. I'm not gonna, no. I don't think the military can prepare you for this. No. Puh, the internet. Oh. <laughs> not the military, the internet. I'm good. I'm good. We find out that Robin and McKelty are BFFs because at 14 years old... While Cody and Robin were courting, not yet married, Mm -hmm. McKelty was shipped off to be Robin's nanny, child caretaker, tutor, all that good stuff. This this story is so much deeper than what they said. So much. At this time, Christine's pregnant with Truly. She's almost going to give birth. Cody's courting Robin. Christine asks Cody for help. They ship off one of her oldest kids that is probably already helping with Christine's kids to go watch Robin's kids, which probably made the situation even worse. Also, Robin's kids were not tiny. Five, six at that time? The okay, youngest They one? were old enough to make a fucking bowl of cereal. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But did you notice McKelty mentioned? She, she, she actually listed it. She said, help with the kids. I think she said like schooling stuff. Yeah. Help around the house, a.k.a. cleaning. Yes. What in the hell? But why did she have to stay there? She couldn't just, like, come when Cody came and babysat the kids and then, you know, they she left the next day? Although, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be weird to be there because you know your dad is... Getting it in. Doing some premarital... We know, okay, there's you know no... Saying? Nothing no one can tell me that would convince me they weren't hooking up. Oh, for sure. For sure. So Cody also, there's another layer to this. Cody always had a, quote, ear fingers, chaperone. Hmm. I remember it being a lot of the time the older girls. What if there was this horrible, okay, this is where my mind immediately went. Okay. We were dropping off the older girls to Nanny and rotating the older girls through oh. Robin's house to provide months of support. Yeah. I have no evidence of this. But see, this is why we get on Robin. Because at some point, you left your ex... You didn't know Cody. There's nobody there. But then why do you need a na- why do you need a nanny now? I think also she was living with her parents at one point too, so she had their help. Yeah, but but it's like why do you need this assistance? Now that's fine if you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't you are working her ass off, but she didn't work, so I didn't know why she needed the nanny. That's what I'm stuck up on. 
Also, they didn't mention the time. I wonder how long. I mean, I guess Robin eventually moved closer. Several months. Like a, was McKelty like, in school? Like a summer? Maybe it was like a summer thing. She just lived with them for a whole summer or something. That sounds awful. Also, she lived far away. That means you just like moved away from your family. To go take care of your dad's girlfriend's kids. I feel like maybe this is just like weird things that like polygamous families have to do just in their situation. I just feel like the older kids have a lot of stories that we have no idea about. I think you're right. But it seems like most of them have just sort of distanced themselves from the show that I feel like we're really not going to get those juicy details anymore. I feel like Janelle's kids are pretty scorned and I would pay a lot of money for an interview. I would like a company to pay a lot of money <laughs> for an interview. Oh, you know how Maths does the the after party show? Yeah. It would be interesting if, well, obviously you probably can't get them that m- amount of time, but maybe when the season's over, you kind of invite the older kids to speak <sighs> on certain topics. Okay. A few things I need from this season. The tell all to have everyone in one room reacting to things on camera, not the separate crap we saw last season. Mm-hmm. And two... Give me anything, a bone, anything with the older kids. I honestly love hearing their opinions. Yeah. Because they... They lived they it. legit lived it. And I want to hear their thoughts. Even if it's an update on, like, what are your thoughts on, like, polygamy and plural marriage? Is that on the cards for you? Honestly, just to hear them say hell no. Even though we pretty much know. <laughs> all of them have pretty much are definitely no. Going back to the man himself, Tony is scared to drop the baby. That's a, I think that's a fear for a lot of people. I think so, too, especially if you're the one you you know, receiving. Yeah, you know, I know kids are all flexible when they're tiny and stuff, but you don't need to hurt the noggin, you know. Yeah. You know, no. So McKelty's water broke after, what was it, 22 hours of labor? So we're not even pushing at this point. Yeah, 22, 20 hours, something like that. Oh, man. Robin says McKelty is her baby, and it's hard to see her baby in pain. Honestly, the first thing my brain went to was... The same baby that you like photo edited out of a photo to have your family on? That baby? Yeah. Yeah. That we erased out of to put your kids in. I'm sorry to switch topics, but Robin has really done some random, like weird, awkward things. Robin is so weird. If you just watch her interact or just even like see her in the background, you say I'm an awkward duck. That's a real awkward duck. I can't imagine... In labor, fighting for my life, birthing a whole human. And I have Robin's face next to me on a computer, trying to give me advice over the midwife. Why does Robin always think that she knows everything about polygamy and births? Like, you this is your first polygamous family. You were in a monogamous relationship. But she knows everything about polygamy and how a family should be and what they do and their roles. Also, another favorite part, when Robin tried to give her two cents and the midwife was like, no, we're going now. The baby's heart dropped. Yeah, shut, shut up, Robin. Christine's like, okay, baby, push, push, push. We're going now. Oh, <laughs> so stressful. It is stressful. I, I can't imagine. The cord was wrapped around the baby's neck three or four times, which was causing a yo-yo effect. Do they, do they like have to undo it manually? Yeah. That is one thing I am surprised that the family does, considering... Other aspects of what their family's about, they kind of don't follow. For example, just plural marriage and polygamy. But the home birth thing is kind of interesting that they've sort of kept that going. Yeah, all the kiddos so far. 
All the boys are in relationships, as far as I know, with women who are not part of the church in any way. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they would be open to hearing about a home birth. If they're just like, hell no. Do, it, do what are their opinions? Do you think it's something where the moms try to talk them into it? I think they heavily suggest and maybe point out the pros of it. But I hopefully not too much. I guess most likely it'd be Logan. That is most likely to be next. Possibly, but I mean, he could also decide. I was like, I'm not having kids. I like, can also see that happening. I think he was like, I was a dad for all of these children. I'm done. Yeah, I'm not knocking him if that's their decision, but I just yeah, they would be the most likely to have a a child next. It's gonna be who's it gonna be next? It's gonna. Oh my god, we're so behind on this show. The next one to have a kid in real life is McKelty and Tony. Oh yeah, but <laughs> I'm guessing it's. Uh, uh, Twins? Twins. That, Do you home birth I'm guessing, twins? I have no idea. I'm, I'm just going to guess that was not a home birth. I have no idea. I don't know. I assume you're just C-sectioning, always. And then Maddie. Did you know Maddie was pregnant? Number three. Yes, I did see that. I did see that somewhere. So yeah, they're, we'll see. I cannot wait for Logan's wedding. I need to see the photos. Who's there? Yeah, That's you all I that. need. Like, yeah, you if you're that. going to Logan's wedding, please just shoot a ton of photos of the crowd. I need wide to see shots. who's there. Wide shots. Yeah. Real wide. Give me one of Logan and Michelle, I guess. Sure. But show me the crowd. <laughs> on the next time on, we finally see Christine telling the other wives that she is leaving. Did they make it seem like there was a three-month gap from when she told Cody to when she's going to tell her sister wives? Yes, which I don't love. I kind of wish she just told everyone, like Band-Aid effect. Yeah, like I told Cody, and that day, if not the next day, I'm just going to tell everybody. Yeah. Hmm. Mary does seem mad about this. Not necessarily. Well, maybe she is hurt, but could she be, does could seem be mad. Editing. It could be editing. It Because, again, totally you, you, don't, you don't see responses like you mentioned all the time. You, no. do, you don't get immediate feedback. It's... Person's face, cut person's face. Also, it's mostly Mary speaking in her interview. It's not a live Mm -hmm. shot. Janelle is very logical in this, asking, how do we do this now? It's been so many years. Robin's crying. Yes, spoiler. Robin's going to act like she doesn't know know. what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, I already know Cody's told you. What the fuck are you doing? And then Cody says, Christine can't take truly. He wants 50-50 custody. And Christine follows that up with, could have had it the whole fucking time we were here. Christine's getting spicy. I love it. And I like it. What if her and a production person are dating and mm-hmm. he's the one interviewing her? So she's real comfy. Yeah, maybe. Eh, not as fun of a story as the cowboy story I made up. I can't wait for him yeah, to deliver the- steaks. <laughs> Even Cody saying 50-50 was so fucking awkward. Because it's such a lie. She's like, is your definition of 50-50 like 90-10? <laughs> He's like, not very good at math. Is your 50 like 10%? Like if you just kind of see her like for two weeks out of the year? But anyway, there's no way it's 50-50. No, absolutely not. So we've seen on Instagram, McKelty has taken Truly and brought her back before. Also, same thing, social media. I've seen Christine, but I never, we never see really Cody uh, doing the drive. And I feel like he would definitely be throwing himself a pity party if he He had to make that drive. He can't go to Utah. You're right. He's like banished. I forgot. Can he drop her off at the border? I just imagine someone goes down there and Cody's like, what's what's Trudy doing here? (laughs) Um, Can you just like take her to Janelle's? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Trudy and Solomon were really good friends. 
And I think as they age, there's no way you can keep that going with just how different they're treated. Not at all. All right. That's it. Great episode. I'm really looking forward to next week. I hope it's not. And I don't think it is because of the previews. I really hope it's not a whole episode with a sit down. I feel like that's pretty on par this season. It's one or two conversations as the whole episode. They are made. But they're good at okay. they're good combos. We, we, we talk shit about maps and some other shows, but they do. They need to catch us up. Like we've talked with. They yeah. need to just just time jump this shit. Like we need to catch up. So far, I feel like each episode has been about a month ish. Yeah, but they're in spring of 2021. Yeah. All right. Anything else on this one? No, no. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for staying with us. Really appreciate all of you. Look out for my fire memes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Join us on Wednesday for live tweeting Married at First Sight and then that episode coming out on Friday evening. I hope you have a good week and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.